And the Texans. This yeah, is much okay. more live with Darren and John. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, yo, what's up? Excellent. Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode numero 462. 2 0. 4620 Um what's up, man? Uh yeah, what's going on? Uh we had some technical difficulties because uh well, we always do A and B, my power was out. <laughs> it screwed some stuff up, I guess. Look, Twitter's still not working, dude. We had that working a minute ago. It was. I don't know, it's probably cuz you had to restart again. Probably. Anyway, um Welcome, everybody, to the podcast with our report from the stadium. If you didn't catch the epic and potentially viral video from John entitled P and Trains, it's available on our YouTube channel. P and Trains. P and Trains. Woo! Dude, what it smelled like? It smelled like P and Trains. It was totally like every subway. If you've ever been on a subway in any city, it smells like P and Trains totally does well thank you for uh our longtime benevolent sponsor desmond c lee um you can reach him on twitter desmond c lee too because desmond c lee one was either taken and or hacked we're not quite sure cowboys fan probably was a cowboys fan oh and you guys would be all right so we went to the game which is fun we tried to do some live video reports from there i don't know how interesting they were but um we did video the entire walk into the stadium. It was like a 45-minute video. Um, it includes things like the Redskins' walk of fame or something that abruptly ends in the early 90s. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's got banners that used to be up at RFK Stadium up in the windows, like the big old flags for each Super Bowl and World Championship. Yeah, and uh, you know Sean Taylor's locker that was really cool to see, and 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 you know it was nice. Club levels were really nice. It was nice to walk around. The bathrooms were a lot cleaner. Still smelled like pee. Uh, seats were great. We lost again. We lost again. Yep. And. Yeah, that sums it up. The seats were great. We lost again. So let's, as the pundits would say, unpack this game. Well, we got one thing to talk about. Alex Smith got his leg broken. Alex Smith got crushed. And then we brought, and then we, 
and then we put in Colt McCoy, and the team played better and almost won. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. I will say, though, all right, let's break down the end of that game real quick. All right. What kept us from winning that game? Was it coaching and time management? Was yeah. it the refs? Somewhat, yeah, as well. Um, There was that one play. Remember third down where we went? No, we second down deep. where we went deep, and I was like, I don't know if we should have went deep on that. Do you think that was called, or is that Colt McCoy? I think it was a call. Yeah. I think that was that was that was a Jay Gruden call. Did but you remember, notice did oh, you notice ahead. in the short time that we saw um Colt McCoy mm-hmm. that he went deep more than like Alex Smith would do in the entire game? For the entire year. All right, Aaron. We were at the game and Alex Smith got injured and every, and a hush fell over the crowd all over like all 30,000 people in the stadium. Uh, 29,999. And uh, I cheered <laughs> because I knew there was no damn way Alex Smith was getting out of the game until unless he got hurt. There was no way they were going to take him out. They were just going to leave him in there and let him be Crappy and mediocre again and again and again. And I was just like, we're, we're just going to, we're just going to continue to suck. And we're going to, it was, ah, uh, it was just awful. So when he finally got hurt, I was like, yeah, put in Cole McCoy. What do you do? Very first pass. Touchdown. Touchdown. Reed. Woo. It was a beautiful pass to you. All of his passes were beautiful. Alex Smith sucked. He was overthrowing people like like unbelievable. He there were three passes in that game that he overthrew his guy by like like three or four yards. Yeah, even that one that third down at the very end. I heard Colt McCoy, and I thought this too from the stadium. I thought Josh Doxson somehow pulled it in. I thought he pulled it in, and they also said that he got hit. He did get hit uh, early on that one, so it really should have been pass interference because. As much as I was complaining about it during the game, Josh Norman. Well, I don't know, dude. Josh Norman probably shouldn't have gotten a pass interference, but he did interfere with the with the player he was on with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the whole the defensive like, hole. Technically, he what he he did do it. Um. Yeah, and I, the stuff I heard Brian Mitchell and them talking about it's like one of those penalties where he was kind of doing it the whole game, and finally they're like. Yeah. There you, go. there you go, dude. And we still don't know if he was to blame on that first touchdown that the Texans scored. Um, we saw him diving. He was following one guy into the end zone, and then we saw him peel off and go diving towards him to try to knock the ball out, but to no avail. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if that was his guy. I don't know if he, he messed up coverage. I really, I really don't know. But I know now we got Colt McCoy and Butt Fumble as quarterbacks. And Butt Fumble. And Butt Fumble. Yeah, it's what's the deal with him? It's Butt Fumble. What do you want to know about Mark Sanchez? He ran into that guy's butt and fumbled. He ran into the butt of one of his offensive linemen and fumbled. But so- he didn't. But. 
he didn't he, <laughs> he didn't what? just like glance off of the cheek or something like that. He ran straight to like 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 right in the center. Like he didn't even see him there. So now he's the back of quarterback. Colt McCoy, I feel good about Colt McCoy. Do I think he's great? No. I think I like to see that that he gets a chance to start with what is a decent team after having that terrible team that he was with when he first started, and then he's been a backup for the rest of his career. So now we're going to see what can Colt do against the Cowboys on Thursday night, which is like 18 hours away. Yeah. What's uh, the, up ca- the Cowboys are eight-point favorites, by the way. Yeah. So apparently they've been drinking the Kool-Aid from the last two weeks and feel that Alex Smith was more important to the team than um, we do. Yeah. Vegas I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't really care. These are the games where we normally come in and scrap and like actually have a better chance of winning than when people expect us to win. Now, when Alex Smith was, was quarterback for the Redskins, I don't know. We got a few lucky breaks that went our way, and we barely won a game. For instance, the last game against the Cowboys. Didn't Alex Smith do something stupid? And then they had a chance to kick the field goal, and the guy like banged it off the uh, the left upright. Wouldn't oh, it? Was wouldn't that was that when Alex Smith um, didn't run out of ba- or ran out of bounds? Ran out of bounds, like like like. Yeah. <sighs> and he's supposed to be smart. Anyway. So do you feel that it was Andy Reid just just bent us over a barrel again, twice? So, so uh, do you feel that it was um, maybe you're saying the only way he was going to come out was if he got injured? Yeah. Even though, I, if you remember my precarious prediction from last week, I <laughs> said that Colt McCoy would be playing in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Although I didn't predict an injury that was such as gruesome as this one. No, that was a terrible injury to see. And I feel bad for him, but yeah, I feel bad for him. But um, the worst that's going to happen to him is he has a broken leg and seventy million dollars. Yeah, yeah. If he does not come back to football, if he never plays again, if he goes with the Thiesman treatment, and apparently the bone did stick out of the side just like it did. Because I mean, both bro. What they call it this morning on uh, what did I hear? It was like a spiral injury, so the bones yeah. like twisted and, and popped out of the ankle. You know that's a very gruesome injury. If he doesn't play football again, he gets a guaranteed seventy-one million dollars from the Redskins. That not for this year, plus whatever he made this year, seventy-one million dollars plus what he made this year with the Redskins. He's not sitting in a bad place, considering. Yeah, and and I know some people are like, oh, it's bad. It's you should feel terrible for busting on the guy about his broken leg. Yeah, it does really suck, and I feel bad for him about that. So anyway, we were, we were already clamoring for McCoy, though. I was already standing up and cheering for him. I was like, we want Colt. Yeah, there are other people too, though. It wasn't only us. No, no. We were in a good section. We were right between uh, uh, our our section had the CBS cameras on either side right, of us. Yeah, like, yeah, right behind us. Right behind us, really. So that was the one on the fifty behind us to the left, and then there was one down on like the thirty, and then another one down on like the other thirty or twenty five, maybe. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, seats were pretty amazing. Um, tailgating with Hail BBQ before the game was pretty good. We had some footage of that up on YouTube when we were good trying to figure out that. the whole streaming thing. Will in Maryland and his son and his son showed Will up. Will in Maryland and his son. I'm pumped. <laughs> they were there. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, it was a good times, But... Compare this to like the last game we went to was four years ago. That game was so much more crowded. So many more people in outside tailgating before the game. And then the game before that was 2012. There were tons of people there because we knew we were going to be dials for that game. That was that was the end of RG3's rookie amazing season. It was I mean, it was like thirty thousand people. Yeah, that game, the tailgating for that Dallas game in 2012 to compare to yesterday, yeah. it was like the difference in a regular season game and a preseason game used to be. It really, yeah, it really felt like a preseason game. And I mean, you guys saw, you guys saw, I mean, if you watched the game, you, you saw all the empty seats again. And the crowd was doing really well. We were really, really trying to get behind the team. Everyone was loud. Our whole section was up pretty much. Yeah, pretty Especially much. Especially when I would turn around and they'll be like, get up. Get up, people. And then like stare some of them in the eye that weren't getting up. And they'd be like, stand <laughs> up. Sheepishly. All right, I you get up. Yo, yo. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks for Alex Smith. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was sucking. He was sucking. He had like a 29 rating in this game. But, I mean, he was sucking all season. He was, he was exactly sucking like we knew he would. This was the suckiest that he sucked, though, because that pick six was the difference in the game. Yeah, really. Really. It really was. And as soon as Colt McCoy came in, I mean, everyone, everyone was like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be like, talking about a bunch of kids like standing up straighter and stuff like that. But I mean, everybody had more energy. The passes were a lot more crisp instead of Alex Smith backing up and going, Oh, Oh, it was like fluid. Uh, like oh, he was comfortable. And, back there. and let, and his leg bro you know, exploded. It was like Colt McCoy was comfortable. Like he knew where the ball was needing to go instead of like, Oh, am I going to throw it there? No, I'm going to dump it off. Do we kind of, if you remember back, we kind of went through the same thing with RG3 heading into Cousins. Yeah. Like the way RG3 was like a little, all indecisive and. You know, you know what I, I was a lot more against RG3 in the first place. Excuse me. So. Yeah. You were a Cousins man. Absolutely. <laughs> I actually wore my Cousins t-shirt. I think I'm going to name this episode a Cousins Man. <laughs> cousins Man. John's a Cousins Man. I am. I'm a Cousins Man. <laughs> Hi, my wife and I both use sleep number beds. I'm a Cousins Man. I'm a Cousins Man. <laughs> cousins Man. <laughs> cousins Man. Man's Man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... um. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about this game. We kind of watched it the next morning mm -hmm. in speed motion. What is it called? Condensed game. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, when we were at the game, I was completely blaming 
Josh Norman for that loss, for that holding penalty at the end. But after rewatching it, I have to say it was pretty questionable call. It was a very questionable call, but it was it was holding. I mean, he grabbed the guy's skirt and pull and was like like this, holding on to it and pulling it. That's that's holding. Yeah, that's but letter of the law. And like you said, as Brian Mitchell was saying, if you've been doing that all game, you know you're gonna be called in the fourth quarter. They yeah. always do that. Whether I still that, think it was weak. an offensive lineman that's holding all the game, but they're like, oh, it's just barely holding. And finally, at the end of the game, they're like, oh, here in the fourth quarter, we're going to call it at like a really important time. The referees do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple things that could have helped us win it there at the end. Some people were complaining about thinking that Jay Gruden should have taken his timeout earlier before the two-minute warning, and he did not. I don't know about I know if we could have got 10 more yards somehow. Yeah, yeah, and the thing was it was on fourth down, so we couldn't do, like, with the eight seconds left, we couldn't do that play. You know, we couldn't do a play like a seven, eight-yard out, you know, and, and had the guy run out of bounds with one second left or something like that. But, I mean, no one thought Happy Hopkins was going to make 63-yard field goal. He can barely make, like, a... a 55-yard field goal. Yeah, I remember like when we went to that game against the Giants with the kicker. Oh, I totally. That that popped in my mind right away. Norvell Turner's last game. When he put the kicker in knowing he couldn't make it. Yep. It's like, yep. well, why not just throw a Hail Mary? You and I were just like, what are you doing? And, of course, he kicked it and it came up short. But in that one, we were just like, Norvell, you suck. Yeah, And you should have been fired a long time ago. Kind of like we've been saying about Jay Gruden for the last year and a half. Yeah, it's I just, agree. I don't know. The Dallas game is in like less than two days. And if we get blown out in this game, I mean, the whole season is going to be done. We got to win or, or we're going to be done. I can't um, wait to hear your precarious predictions because I'm really, really worried about butt fumble coming in. Wait, if we don't win, we're not done. It, we're still tied for first. If we lose this game, we're done. Season's over. We go from six and three to six and five. The Cowboys are like thundering down the trail. The Eagles are starting to play better, except for against the Saints, but everyone's been playing bad against them. The e well yeah but you got to look at the rest of the schedules too like oh yeah because the Eagles have those those really hard games and so do the Cowboys and they're they? playing us twice so I don't think it's over but it would suck if we lose if we lose it's over over well you better listen to my precarious <sighs> precarious prediction and cheer yourself up young man because we're not gonna lose this game I'm so bummed about that game. We yeah. should have won this game. This was the first loss we had this year where I thought that that was our game. When we yeah. took the lead 21-20 yeah. to 20 and, like, I don't know if we made adjustments, but something happened where we started stopping them. We just put in Cole McCoy, who was, like, a decisive guy, who was like, here's, I'm going to throw. We're going to hand off. He's not like, oh, oh, like, like, maybe I'll throw. Maybe I'll do something. I don't know. It was so yeah. infuriating watching Alex Smith suck for all those he was, games. Yeah, Come he was on. playing better, and so was the defense, though. Everyone was, because they do. Like, no one wants to be like, Alex Smith sucked all year. 
for my team. You know, no players are going to say that, but I think they all pretty much knew that when Colt McCoy was in, they're just like, yes. Yeah. Dude, I mean, but think about the defense, all right? Yeah. So the week before, we gave up 503 yards and only three points. Very lucky. Very lucky to get that victory because now of that. Someone, someone told me, or I heard this today, that in that Rams game last night where they scored like 55 points or whatever it was, yeah, that they put up 503 yards. Yeah. Something very close. So Those the 55 teams are like versus three. That's, that's crazy. Those two teams, like, they, they're just like mo- most of the teams they play, they're just like, like stick them on the bottom of their shoe and just walk around like a concrete block with them on and then take them off and throw them against the wall and then walk away. Ugh. Yeah. So, but what my the Man. point I was about to make was last week we gave up all those yards, but this week I don't know what the yardage stat was, and I don't see BNG Buns in here to give me the stat. But what stat are you looking for? The yards that we surrendered on defense. But I do know this. We only I, surrendered. Oh, we can get Josh to give us those yards. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Check that out. Josh isn't here again. <laughs> dude. Um, my point was, dude, Yep. is we only, the defense only gave up 16 points. Is that correct? And only three of those in the second half because you can't blame the defense for Alex Smith. No, not at all. So 16 points with only three in the second half is pretty pretty good in my mind. I don't know about yard-wise. We gave up some huge chunks in running yards, but I'm wondering if... See, we keep giving up these huge running yard chunks to yeah. these running backs that are kind of unheard, unheard of, like not name-brand running backs. And I'm yeah. wondering, and I'm concerned about this, I'm wondering, is our run defense getting worse, or are they adjusting to cover the pass more on these teams that have these great pass receivers? Um, and then and when there's teams back. that are geared for running, like the Cowboys, then we, you know what I mean, switch it up and focus more on the run. We're gonna fo- we're gonna figure that out on uh, Thanksgiving for we're sure. Find out. Are we're we getting worse, out. or was it a game plan thing, depending yeah. on the running back? Yeah, hopefully it was a game plan thing because yeah. we've been giving up a crap load more yards on running. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, I don't know. I mean, really, after this whole game, we had Colt McCoy, you know, game or season changing uh, uh, injury and everything going on there. We we got to see how they're going to react to this going forward. We got to see what what the guys are going to do on offense. Hopefully, Trent Williams will come back. Um, they were saying he was coming back in the game against uh, against Houston, but he didn't. I think Hopefully he'll be back. Is, I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think he is going to be back in this game. This game's huge, massive. We're eight point underdogs, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Last time Colt McCoy came in, he. Started against the Cowboys and we won. So, yeah, we'll have to see. Here's my other question from this game. I heard yeah. Brian Mitchell talking about this too. Why was Byron Marshall in instead of um, what's his face, Capri Bibbs? 
I don't know. Because he's the one that missed that that block that got Alex Smith destroyed. Well, I, I don't know about all that. I I think Alex Smith was hanging out in the in the pocket for like five or six seconds before he got destroyed. He was back there way too long doing this, going, oh, oh, who do I throw to? What am I going to do? Like he did all the time. He was just back there hanging out. I, I don't know if that was really a block you could throw on him. Maybe he could have, I mean, he could have thrown the ball quicker. It's not like he was rolling out of the pocket. No. He, yeah. boo, boo, boo. Boo, boo, boo. I, you're, I got you a McCoy jersey on the way, dude. Sweet, man. I'll wear that thing, too. And you know I don't wear any jerseys. I have a Kirk Cousins shirt on, too, man. But you need to take that off and put on the McCoy shirt. I will. I'm going to be like, pew, 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 let's go. Dude, if McCoy, if McCoy marches into Dallas and gets us a huge W, I am getting you a McCoy shirt. I'll you'll wear it. A, man. You'll be so pumped, dude. I'll wear it. I'll be pumped if we can get a victory, too. It'll be huge. Yeah. We will be so pumped, dude. Other than other than that, other than losing the game, um, it was a really good time out there, though. I have to say, mm -hmm. it's a good area. Arlington's nice. Hotel's nice. They gave me early check in, which was cool because my plane got there at like eight in the morning. Yeah, after not having power for four days here in um, Harry Hog West, dude. That's because I, first thing. First thing I did was go in there, be like, can I get an early check-in? And they're like, sure. And I was like, I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a room with a fridge. Fridge. 15th floor, giant windows. Yeah. That was nice. Right next to the metro station. You and can we see not... us on the P and Trains video on YouTube. Yep. Be sure to and check that out. We were not on the same. They they did not put us on the same floors of the uh, the high school kids, which was really really nice. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, we saw some a uh, pretty cool bartender dude over at Quinn's on the corner. Mm -hmm. A big Redskins fan in there talking to us about what was wrong with the squad. Yeah, he used to work over there. A couple of them used to work over there at uh, Redskins Park in the restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah, it was nice uh, to get information on on stuff for, uh, that was going on there. Uh, sorry, we did not did not go back for victory shots, but well, you know. Yeah, he invited us back, but yeah, we didn't have that opportunity. Thanks to some people. Yeah, Alex Smith, Jay Groot, at all. That's. <laughs> We'll have to see how the how the team is going to change this offseason. Um, if if Doug Williams is getting more of his uh his fingerprints on there, trying to change things for the better and not not deal with uh Allen the Bruce and all his uh I don't know he just he's just not good at managing teams. He's really good at managing people. He just he just doesn't build good football teams. He never did, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Dude, in addition to um the freshness that McCoy brought to the offense. How yeah. about Quinn Quinn? Quinn Quinn. Had a couple of good catches with that huge first down symbol. He was pumped. He was he made pumped. a couple of nice grabs. Mm-hmm. And then they sent him on a dumb end around. But besides that, he had some nice nice plays in there. Yeah, that, that end around was so dumb. I mean, it, it was so typical watching it 
unfold and just going, this isn't going to work in the pros. But he had a nice couple. He had catches, though. It was nice. Yeah. 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 Other um, than that play, I mean, he was, I thought Quinn had a really good game. Yeah. Excuse me. Had the on. So should we go into our, um, all right, in the peanut gallery, we got David Herzing in here. We got Alamo City Live Music. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, yo, you got yo. anything you want us to discuss before we go into the games and kicks? Just let us know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Dustin Hopkins didn't have a chance on that kick. No, no, was, I mean, he and he kicked it really hard. He's coming off of a tweak, don't forget. I think 57 yards is what is his long. Yeah. So, excuse me. Excuse me very much. I mean, yeah, he, he didn't have a chance. That wasn't his fault. So, I mean, so I had no, I didn't think he had, I didn't think it was going to be close. I don't think anyone in the stadium really thought it was going to be close unless he just had, had like the, the, the foot from God that day on that yeah. kick. So, I think it was into the wind too. Yeah, so we haven't really talked about this and I haven't heard anyone really talking about it. That's another screw-up by Jay Gruden, putting him in for that. Just hail Mary it. Yeah, it's like the same, like we already said, the Norvell thing. Norvell, you correct. have no chance of making it, you know your kicker. You've yeah. seen him practice. You knew that he had tweaked his leg earlier that week and was even questionable at one point. And you were it was uh, Eddie Murray. He was 44 years old. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about this week. But this yeah, this game. game. Yep, yep, yeah. Earlier this week, he tweaked his leg. Remember? Yep. And they were talking about trying out catchers, sorry, kickers, and I had what's his face Suzuki on my mind for the Nats. He got signed today. Anyway, I saw that. Um. So you're you know out of I mean? there. I mean, that's another coaching thing, right? You should got to take all these things into account. My kicker has never kicked one that far. It's he so tweaked his leg. Typical crap, mediocre Gruden, man. I've got eight seconds left. This is what I would do. Eight seconds. Do we have any play in our playbook that can get us a few more yards and out of bounds with at least one second on the clock? You had to get 10. You had to get 10. You're right. It had to be 10 because it was fourth down, so don't let me forget that. So that's that's pretty difficult. Yeah, because just to run that pattern and get to the sideline in 10 seconds is going to be tough. Yeah. Especially because they're all going to know what you're going to do. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. They're all going to know what you're going to do. Yeah. you got to get the first. They're going to be standing right at the first down marker. So maybe that's not the play. So what's the next choice? A field goal? But hold on. My kickers can't do it. So what, what does that leave you with? A Hail Mary or a hook and ladder. Hook and Something. ladder. Something. Something. I don't know. I mean, the, the, I mean, it was it was like like record tying pace, or maybe one yard short of the record. I can't remember if it's if it's sixty three or sixty four. It um, shouldn't have come to that though. The, it shouldn't have come to that. I didn't like the third down call where he went deep. I didn't like that either. But like we said earlier, he did get interfered with that one because the guy hit him before the ball got there. And really, yeah. I mean, you would have hoped that. They would call that if they were going to call Josh Norman on that, on that hold that he had. So, but I mean, it is what it is. When you're a mediocre team, you get mediocre refs, and you you get 
like mediocre calls. A yeah. lot more than if you're a good team. Like they were rookie riffs. What do you want? Remember we when we watched it, it said they were rookie yeah. riffs. Well, the fir- the head ref was a first year head ref. I don't know anything else about any of the other people if they're first year or like thirtieth year. I really don't know. I know they sucked. Yeah, they're all right. I think they could have been better. But, you know. Or let's just say this thing. What are you going to do? The game's over. Things didn't go our way. Let's say that. Things did not go our way. We've had had at least three games this year where we won against Dallas, for instance, against Tampa Bay with with giving up 500 yards but only giving up three points. Mm -hmm. We we had some, like, good luck on our side. And this one, we had bad luck. So what was the what was the deal with that Mason Foster fumble slash interception? When we watched the replay at the stadium, it looked to me like he had made an interception. But I heard people today talking on the radio said that it hit the ground. Have you watched it again? I have. Well, yeah. When we watched the uh, replay of it, the next day they showed it. The next morning we showed we looked at it, and it did not look like it hit the ground. So yeah, it didn't to me. It looked like to me it was an interception. Yeah, because if it hit the ground, I didn't think he, I don't, I no one ever had control of the ball yeah. until Mason Foster came up with it, which yeah. by the way was tipped by Josh Harvey Clemens. I think he's being a, uh, you know, keep an eye on him. Speaking of, a, you know who else sucks? Huh? Danny Johnson for bringing the ball out of the end zone on those over first and two over kicks. again. We were like, dude, what is your problem? And and we weren't alone. People were just were saying that all around the stadium. Some people around us in the stadium were looking at us like, "What? What are they talking about?" Right, because they weren't, I don't know, paying attention as much as us or watching games throughout the year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't have a choice. You don't have a chance. Yeah, you don't have a chance. You can't run it out. I don't even know if a kickoff has been returned for a touchdown this year. I don't know. I don't know. There was one where it got kicked to like the two or something, so we had to grab it and come out, or he was like right at the goal line or something like that. But I mean, he ran a couple out where we were just like, you're an idiot. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you should probably give him a kick in the balls. Okay. Should we go into that now? No, we got to do our games. Yeah, yeah. And also, so reserve injured list, Alex Smith. Redskins signed the following free agent, but fumble. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. The Redskins terminated the contract of the following player from the practice squad, Jerron Jones. I never knew he was there. I remember his name. I still don't know who he is. Why did we have to do that? Did we bring in another player? Don't know. Maybe they're going to do that. Tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So. They'll find someone on the streets of Dallas to pull into the squad. Pull somebody in. The squad. Well, we'll see. Oh, don't forget that that butt fumble played for the Eagles and for the Cowboys. He's a cowboy and once a cowboy. Always a cowboy. And we're only one sack away from seeing him. Then the season will be over, dude. I on know, that dude. Note, <laughs> yeah. The Covenant and Ever Elusive.
Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award is brought to you by Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. Your new backup QB. Oh, man. I think Alamo City Live Music is pretty pumped about Sanchez being the backup. The Sanchise? I think he might be pumped about the Sanchise coming in. What is that, Alamo City? He's like, I'm not saying anything. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, Okay, so Game Ball Awards. Last week, um, the Game Ball Awards went to – I'm waiting for it to come up on the screen. I don't remember. <laughs> Last <laughs> week's Game Ball Award, I gave mine to Jonathan Cooper and Josh. Sorry, John gave his to Matt Ioannidis for a sack. <laughs> Kerrigan had a few sacks this week, didn't he? At least one. Kerrigan had one this week. Right after we talked to a guy on the train, who was just like the Redskins just need to get rid of Kerrigan. He's not worth the money. They said he was going to get cut, and I was like, "What?" He didn't have the same ideas about the team that we did. <laughs> he had some differing views, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, he he knew football, but still, some of them were the similar views. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Preston Smith from David Herzing. Um, yeah, Preston Smith had a um, uh, huge sack. <laughs> All right, so game balls. We got to do the game balls first. All right, my game ball goes to Alex Smith. Do I? I don't have a cricket sound effect. All right, your game ball is going to Alex Smith for what? Getting injured? For getting injured and getting off the field. That's new. I mean, on Harry Hawk football, we've had multiple times where Josh gave someone a kick in the balls award for getting injured, but you gave your game ball award. Wow. I gave the game ball to him because he was able to uh, to make the decision that Jay Gruden was never going to make. Good job, <laughs> Alex. And secured 71 cool mil in the process. And he may get 71 if he never comes back. He's going to get 71 million dollars. Would you let someone snap your leg in two for $71 million? I think I've had done worse. (laughs) And I get paid a lot less money than he does. (laughs) So the answer is yes. So the answer is yep. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, Preston Smith had the crazy tip interception. Thank you for reminding or refreshing my memory as um, it was a little clouded by that point in the game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is true. After the tailgate party that morning. Um, this is who I'm going to give my game ball to. Mm. Boo, boo, boo. Colt McCoy for coming in and doing what Alex Smith couldn't do. Bring He brought us back, dude. We were down 17-3 to when Colt McCoy came in, and, and then he went up 21-20. to Dude. Someone, no one's brought us back this whole year, ever down at any see, points. I want to see a show of hands. I want to see hands from anybody who is sad that Alex Smith is out. Show of hands from the peanut gallery. I don't see any. 
Who is who is really sad that Alex Smith is no longer the quarterback for the rest? Dude, of the- I haven't heard anyone like I listened to the pre or to the radio all day today, and all the callers, none of them were like, "Oh man, we're done without Alex Smith." All of them were like, "Well, let's see what Colt McCoy could do. He seems fine." Yeah, I mean, the backup quarterback, especially here in Washington, is going to be popular. He always has been. I mean, Gus Bus, man, you know, started but- that chant. Dude, but, why is it we're always at the game where something major happens yeah. personnel change-wise the next day? Gus Bus. Norv Cut, the Gus Bus Alex coming Smith. in for Heath Schuler. Alex Smith tried to figure out if he was going to take that $71 million to run. Alex Smith. David Herzing is sad about Alex Smith. You lie. You lie. Dude, you lie. Lie. It's like I feel really bad for him for his life. He's a cousin's man. <laughs> I'm, a cousin, I'm a cousin's man. I'm a cousin's man, personally. I'm a cousin's man. I'm a cousin's man myself. You gotta say it like um 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 like what's his face that does the chorus commercials? Coors. I'm a Sam Elliott? Yeah. I'm a cool. I'm a cousin's man myself. Sioux City Sarsaparilla. All right, yeah, no one's really that upset, I don't think. I mean, we'll see. I mean, what can I say? We do have a crap load of injuries still, so even if we go into Dallas and don't win, it might not be his fault. Yeah, and Colt McCoy could suck and throw like four picks. He could. I bet all all four of those picks go down the field, though. Let's see uh, if he has a better rating than 29.2 after Sunday. I, just, I think he'll do fine, dude. I think Dallas is going to be put off balance by him throwing versus um, Alex Smith dumping him off. Yeah, I mean, man, we'll see. We need Trent. We do need Trent, and he's going to play. It's in yeah. my precarious prediction. Oh, yeah, I guess we got to get into that. Oh no, we got to do our, our our kicks first. Yeah, of course we got to give our kicks. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, on that note, it's time for this week's kicking the balls award. Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you, as always, by Ridapoo. If you have a septic tank and you have poo, buy Ridapoo. Keep that septic tank running smoothly. Ridapoo. Cleanly. Aaron loves you. And freshly. P and trains. P and trains. All right, last week... um. My kick in the balls went to Greg Minuski, mm-hmm. and John's kick in the balls went to Casey Dunn. Sorry, Casey Dunn. We did bring him back, put him on the practice squad. You so. did come back, so we weren't quite done with Dunn. After we asked why he was on the squad when they brought in dudes off the street. But that Jonathan Cooper guy is actually not playing that bad. No, he's better than Laval still. Yeah, you know why? Because I haven't been like, who was Laval? Yeah, I yeah, done that. Yeah. Like you do every game, yep, for the last three years. So anyway. At least once. 
Um, you want to go first? No, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and give my kick in the balls award to... I know who you're going to give yours to, I think. No, you don't. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. Talk about something because I got to pick this one out. Um, uh, there was someone early in the game that I was like, he's getting my kick in the balls award. I'm trying it's to probably Danny Johnson because he kept running the ball out of the damn end zone. Danny Johnson was wrong. Yeah, it could have been Danny Johnson, but I think there was someone that did something even bigger. Oh, dude. Here you go. What? Was it I'm VD? Yards down the field. I'm like a six foot five guy that went to Maryland. Ball hits me in the hands. And, oh, no, I dropped it. And a little bit later, I'm running in the opposite direction. Second quarter, going down the field. And the ball hits me in the hands. And, oh, no, I dropped it. Jordan Reed. I'm black. You're very close. VD? VD! Yeah, that's who I thought I was going to give it to. I had no idea he went to Maryland. He went to Maryland. He's, he's Yeah. Yeah, VD is getting mine. VD totally gets it. You were just like, I'm giving my... I can't think of anyone that would, would, would need to get it more. He had two... Fantastic throws to him that he dropped. Yeah, he right. dropped in the second one. He alligator armed all the way because this guy was coming in. The second guy was coming in to hit him. Yeah. All right, not, I'm giving mine to VD. And didn't the week yet. before he dropped a touchdown pass wide open, or was that this week? I uh, I don't remember, dude. I'm getting too old to remember two days ago. <sighs> I remember we lost. All right. Yep. VD right. is getting my kick in the balls award. Yeah. Go, John. Wait, hold on. All right, go ahead. I thought it had a drum roll sound effect, but it's a rim shot. All right, my uh, excuse me, my uh, my uh, kick in the balls goes to Alex Smith. That's who I thought you were giving it to—the double whammy. Oh yeah, I'm doing the double whammy this week. I haven't done that this year. He gets the double whammy. For the interception? <laughs> no, because he sucks. And proof of I, that is the interception return for a touchdown? Both interceptions. Yeah. I I didn't think I even needed to repeat it. Now, but. someone said that might have been um, Jordan Reed's fault for running the wrong route. What do you guys think in the peanut gallery? That's a good question. Because I was like, oh, Jordan Reed ran the wrong route. He was supposed to do an out, and he did this stop. But then when you looked at Alex Smith's face, he was looking all like, oh, man, that was my fault. I don't know, because Jordan Reed looked really good when he caught that touchdown from a... So, there you go. He did. Well, The one that was put right in his bread basket to our left. It was left. perfect. It was perfect. It was the best-looking pass all year. So, yep, Alex Smith gets my double whammy. Wow. Bam. You just pulled a Josh. All right, now on the... Um... No, I did not pull a Josh. 
You gave a kick in the balls award to someone that got injured. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's that is kind of a Josh thing. But since he's not here. Since he's Josh. not here, we're gonna go ahead and give Josh's kick in the balls award to Alex Smith for getting injured. He kicked Sean Taylor. Speaking of, we already said it. We saw his locker. We'll put pictures up there next week when I have time to get them into the computer. Yeah. All yeah, right. Aaron, um, let's see. Teching a set right now or teching a show. It doesn't look like anyone else. The only person active in the chat today, I guess other people are off on Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Alamo City Live Music said hi, and David Herzing's been hit, sitting in here. It doesn't look like he's given a kick in the balls award. No kick in the balls award? Going once? He's definitely, yeah. Colt is, he's not saying Colt's better. He's definitely more comfortable, so. I'm not saying he's better. He is more comfortable, which means he'll actually release the pass. Is that better? Physically better? Maybe not. Mentally more prepared and at ease at running the offense? Yes. Actually, physically better. Yes, he's now better, too. So, uh, David Herzing has turned it in, and his is going to Danny Johnson. (laughs) There you go. Or Dan Snyder. I don't know. It just says Danny. Let's just give it to both. (laughs) Just say Danny. (laughs) Anyone named Dan or Danny on the squad or in the organization has now got a kick in the balls award from David Herzing from... Where are you from, David? Sorry, Let's Dan. Just guess. From Missouri. David Herzing from Missouri has given the Dannys his kick in the balls award. I wonder if that's DJ Swanger's first name. Is his first name Danny or Daniel? He said he's giving it to Johnson. <laughs> Johnson? Johnson is wrong. Howard Johnson is right. Over the line! All right, David Herzing is, no, he's from, wait, he just, hold on, VB to Virginia Beach to Richmond. He's from that entire area. All right. So I'm just going to pick one in there and say Yorktown. He's from Yorktown. (laughs) Say Gloucester. He's from Gloucester. He's from Isle of Wight. Isle of Wight. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, uh, David Herzing from Isle of Wight is saying Danny Johnson. Okay. Um, so you want to hear it for this week, right, John? You know what's coming up. Oh, you know. Precarious predictions underway. Aaron's precarious predictions for week 12. Here we go. After a disappointing loss. Washington Redskins, equipped with their pew, 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 Texas boy, Colt McCoy, with the most Texas name ever. Yeah, truly. Walks into Dallas on Thanksgiving afternoon, an eight-point underdog. Zeke and friends. Think they're going to whoop up on the Redskins. But what's that old saying they say about a wounded 
animal. Don't Wounded mess with animal that, like at its most dangerous or something like that. Something to that. Well, that's the Redskins. All right. Yeah. We're gonna come in there pumped. The offense is gonna be ready to Don't back their their boy because apparently everyone in the locker room loves Colt McCoy. He's gonna be ready to play because unlike Alex Smith, who's had what six months learning this offense, McCoy's been there for five years. Yep. He knows this playbook inside and out. He's been there since day one of Jay Gruden's error. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Redskins are going to start off strong, go down the field, get seven, go up 7-0. Um, next drive, nil. Zeke Elliott's going to put up about 40 yards, and then the Cowboys are going to settle for a three-point kick. 7-3 okay. to three at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, Redskins are going to let loose. Jordan Reed's going to catch two touchdown passes, mm -hmm. and AP is going to run for another one. That's 28. Oh, yeah, and the defense is going to clamp, and clamp. Zeke will be shut down. It's yeah. going to be 20. What did I say? 28 to 3 at halftime. The pundits are going to be going crazy back in the studio. How they didn't see it happening. <laughs> and Colt McCoy has been amazing. <laughs> so the Redskins are going to come back out after halftime. And they're going to give an STB drive. And they'll be up 28-10 to 10 on a pass from Dak to Amari Cooper where Josh Norman gets burnt. Shocker. Redskins will answer with a field goal. It'll be 31-10 to 10 at the end of three. Um, AP will rush for another touchdown on a long, sustained drive. Redskins will be up 38-10. to 10. Cowboys will get the ball back, throw a pick six to Swearinger. Redskins are going to go up 45-10, to 10, and that is how the game will end. 45 to 10, Washington Redskins in Dallas. Happy Thanksgiving. Go get some leftover cold stovetop stuffing. Eat it and go to bed happy. <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. 45-10, Redskins will wallop Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Um, in case you were keeping track of my record this year, I am now with that Miss Q this week, six and four on the season. Same as the Redskins. I think we're going to be good to go. The game's at 4.30. Um, Eastern time? On Fox. Redskins make sure you, time. Make sure you tell all your family to plan accordingly as far as meals are, um, as far as meals go and the family that you don't necessarily... Well, I'm just going to leave it there. Make yeah. sure they all know that you will be watching football at 4.30 and to plan accordingly. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Absolutely. So. All right, dude. Let's wrap this up. I think that about wraps it up. Um, I'd like to give a shout out again to our benevolent sponsor. Desmond C. Lee. You can reach him at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked or taken. Yep. Peace. And train. 
I think you can send some email to me at I think at Aaron at HarryHogFootball.com. Or John at HarryHogFootball.com. We think. If it's fixed. We'll see. Um you can tweet at us at Harry Hog and we'll be active during the game. That's right, at Harry Hog, H A R R Y Hog Football. Check out our website, it's gonna get redesigned soon. And uh yeah, there we go. Ready to go. Um You'll also be able to check out some of our past podcasts in all the places you listen to your podcast and our video podcasts are archived on YouTube along with the new potentially viral video called Pee and Trains featuring yours, John Adams, and our tour of the Redskins Club level video from this Sunday is also on there. Be sure to check that out. Yep. Yep. And our, our exclusive interview with Will and Mary. Yes, sir. Thanks, Will, for hanging out on the weekend. Good time. Uh, yeah. I love you guys, man. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan... Oh, you know what to do. Yo, Ha, 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 ha.